Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record. Now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. This is just one in the huge family of podcasts and Campus to Canton. One of the other ones that I'm going to highlight tonight is the original, the Campus to Canton podcast featuring Austin Nace and Colin Decker, who is actually my guest tonight. So, Colin, how you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing, Dwight? Good. Usually I introduce after the prospect, but yeah. I wanted to lead into that. So, tonight's prospect. I appreciate it. Yeah. We have not covered hardly any tight ends. <laughs> I, I ask everybody, hey. I got all these tight ends available. They're like, no, no, which is crazy <laughs> because I actually really like this tight end class. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, me too. All right. It lacks a superstar, but exactly. there's some really nice yeah. depth. Tonight's prospect is a tight, tight end senior from UCLA, Mr. Greg Dulcich. Greg was his recruiting profile real quick. He was not ranked by 24-7 sports. He's from St. Francis High School in La Canada, Flint Ridge, California. Didn't get much play his first couple years at UCLA. His fresh, his sophomore year, his redshirt sophomore year, he caught 26 balls for 517 yards and five scores. And last year, 42 grabs for 725 yards and five touchdowns. He had a pretty good combine. I was kind of right, in, right about exactly where I expected him to be. He ended up with a RAS score of 7.6. He measured at 6'4", 243 pounds. Uh, 16 bench reps, 34-inch vert. His broad jump of 10 foot two was pretty darn good at a 9.17 RAS score. And then a 40-yard dash of 4.69 is pretty much right exactly where I expected him to be. Uh, shuttle 4.37, three cone, 705. So just solid numbers, which is what I think he is. He's a solid tight end. All right, Colin, what traits and attributes does Dulcich possess you think that will make him successful in the NFL? Yeah. So, I mean, you touched on the athleticism there and, you know, I think that's one of the things that first stands out. Um, you know, he's not an elite level athlete, but he's, he's a very good athlete. He has the athleticism to beat bigger defenders. Um, you know, if there's smashed up on a linebacker in coverage, um, you know, he's such a fluid mover and he's such a great, a good route runner that he's going to beat that linebacker more times than not. Um, so you have to match him up with a safety most of the time, but he has his bit, his uses his body really effectively as well. So he's uh, uses his body to stack and shed the smaller defenders and kind of bully them a little bit throughout the course of his route. So I think he's a really smart player who understands how to win versus who he's up against. I think he's a very versatile player that we saw in college there as well. You know, I, I touched on the athleticism and, you know, the, the RAS score is, is very good. It's, it's just under elite, according to Ken Lee Platt. Um, who created the RAS score there. Uh, you see like the top tier tight end athletes, you know, your Kittles, Gronk, um, Kelsey, Fant, Pitts, those guys uh, do all rank significantly higher, but Dulcich athleticism compares really well to that next tier down. Guys like Mark Andrews, Dalton Schultz, uh, Hunter Henry, Zach Ertz, like right in that group. Uh, and we know that athleticism matters a lot at the tight end position. Um, so, you know, we saw the athleticism in college, you know, he had a, a 70th percentile burst score, um, 63rd percentile speed score, according to player profile. So you see a lot of that athleticism and it shows up on tape as well. Um, it's not going to be elite, but I think that's really going to help him at the next level there as well. 
right? He's got great size too. I mean, he's six foot four. I didn't mention his his catch radius. His arms are almost thirty four inches, eighty inch wingspan, huge hands, ten and seven eighths inches. Those are, I mean, those are just things you really like to see, especially from a tight end like that. And he's got a, he makes big plays too. His average. 17.3 yards average per catch. There you go. Maybe I just need to go at it a little bit easier there. 19.9 in, in 2021. So mm-hmm. he's got the big play threat. And like you said, he's versatile. They lined him up at H-back, wide out. If, you know, they put him in a slot. Yeah, he just does a little bit of everything really good there. So, Yeah. Yeah, he played uh, 36% of slots, snaps in the slot, 52% in line. Um, like you said, he played some H-back too. So they move him all over the formation. Uh, but he still had uh, 2.58, 2.16 receiving yards per team pass attempt in 2020 and 2021, uh, both of which were way over the line for the average tight end um, with a top 12 fantasy season. Uh, the averages were about 1.25 and 1.60. So they use him downfield. Colin is much better with numbers. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, Colin, what did you see as far as weaknesses? Like what could hold him back? So while well, I mentioned his versatility in college, you know, I, th- I think he's going to need to add weight and strength to show that same versatility at the next level. Uh, you know, he's 6'4", 243, so he's a little light for the tight end position. Now, uh, Hawkinson is 6'4", 250, so, you know, kind of right in that ballpark as well. But Hawkinson was always a tenacious blocker. And not that Dulcich isn't, you know, the, the effort's definitely there. But, you know, you see him get moved around and bullied around a little bit. So, like I said, I mentioned he played 36% of snaps in the slot, 52% in line last year. Really wouldn't surprise me if those flip at the next level, which not necessarily a bad thing from a fantasy perspective. You know, we want tight ends that are going to catch passes, but he also does have to be able to play in line to see more time on the field. So I think that's something that's going to hold him back a little bit. And then, like I mentioned, he's not an elite athlete. And being an elite athlete matters a lot at the tight end position, especially from a fantasy perspective. Like I mentioned, Kittle, Gronk, um, Kelsey, Hawkinson, Fant, they all rank significantly higher in uh, RAS than Dulcich does. So I think that's going to hold him back from being an elite tight end option. But I think he's going to be a very good tight end option there at the next level. That's what I had, that he's not particularly explosive. He's not a quick twitch guy. He runs just He runs good routes, but not great routes. He's a little bit slow to get rolling. You know, he's not a guy who's going to explode off the line. You know, definitely things you want to see that would make him elite, you know, and he's not fast enough to be that deep threat. Although he did seem to, like I mentioned his big playability, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of, he would get behind the linebackers and, you know, he's yeah. got, he was great at finding that spot, you know, and that. Yeah. He busts level. the seam really well. Ooh, yeah. And like Dorian, Dorian Thompson Robinson just always mm-hmm. seemed to know right where he was. He had big catch after big catch. So. All right, and as far as the mock draft database, pretty, everybody, pretty much everybody projects him as a day three guy. I think that's pretty much his sweet spot. I think probably early day three. Is there any teams you think he'd be a really good fit on? Yeah, so I think um, the, the two, I have two two options that I like. Um, first, for a fantasy perspective, you want to see a tight end go to a situation where that team's going to use the tight end in the passing game. You know, if they end up in Minnesota – um, you know, even Cleveland uses two tight end sets, but they do block a lot. So I want to see him go somewhere where he'll be used in the passing game. Uh, and this one will make you happy. I think your Cincinnati Bengals would be a good landing spot with CJ Uzuma just uh, signing with the Jets. They have a need at tight end. You know, they have a ton of other weapons there too. That's going to take a lot of attention off of him. 
I think he could be really successful there as a nice safety valve for Joe Burrow. Uh, and then another spot that I think he'd be really successful in is uh, the Chargers. You know, they have Donald Parham. That's the only guy they have there right now. You know, he had a, he was a nice story coming out of, was it the XFL or yes. the other one? I don't remember which, which one of the spring football leagues that <laughs> yeah, he came XFL. from. Yep. Yeah. So it came from one of those nice story, but he hasn't really done too much. Uh, and they keep wanting to bring in other guys. Like they brought in Jared cook last year on a one-year deal. So I think he could be successful there as well. I have way too many shares of Parham, man. Don't say that. But um, <laughs> hey, Me too. He was cheap. Yeah, and I like the Cincinnati spot. I think it'd be a good one for him. And then as far as rookie drafts, where are you targeting Dulcich? Tight end so, premium. Yeah, I was going to say, if, tight end premium definitely makes a difference. Um, I think draft capital is going to be big for him. Um, right. You know, right now, like you said, most people kind of have him in that early third round range or early day three range. Uh, but Daniel Jeremiah actually has him ranked as his 46th player overall as of February 28th. So there are some people in NFL circles and Daniel Jeremiah is as plugged in as anybody around the league for draft analysts. So there are some people that do, you know, like him a lot. If he sneaks into day two, uh, I'm a lot more interested. I think if he sneaks into day two, I'm looking at him in tight end premium, maybe in the back half of the second round, maybe the top of the third round. Um, If he does go day three, I'm probably looking at him in the middle of the third. Sounds good. Yeah, just a team that'll use him, I think, definitely makes a difference. So. Yeah, landing spot will definitely yeah. make too. That's huge. Because like I said, if he goes to Minnesota, they don't really use the tight end all that much in the passing game, so I would be a little bit more hesitant on, on taking him there. Right. Well, thank you very much, Colin, for for coming on and talking Mr. Greg Dulcich. Uh, keep telling everybody where they can find you on Twitter and find what you're, where you're working on. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Dwight. I do appreciate that. Um, but you can find me at uh, C2C Decker on Twitter. Uh, I'm not the most active with the tweets, you know, but I'm more active in our Campus to Canton Discord that we have. You can find all of my written work at campustocanton.com. Um, you can also, we just relaunched the site. It's a beautiful new site. Go check that out. Um, all my written work's there. Like I said, I'm always in that Discord too. So, you know, if you ever want to reach me, DMs are always open, but uh, I'm always in there. Yep, sounds good. Thank you. Now is definitely the time to subscribe. Hint, hint, wink, wink. (laughs) All right. right. You can find me on Twitter at FFPeoplesChamp, this podcast at Daily Draft, RPRT, my work at Campus to Canton as well. Thank you all very much for listening, and have a great weekend.